welcome, welcome to my coffee conversations. We are your hosts, Yolanda and Delicia. Hey, what's up? It's Delicia. And I just wanted to let you guys know to beware that your Mondays will never be the same. Never. Um, exactly. Um, I'm super excited to be here with you guys today. Well, we are super excited to be here with you guys today. Well, I'm not really super excited. I'm kind of like really excited, but I don't know about super. Well, I'm super excited okay. because... <laughs> well, we got brewing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. You're right. I give so you that. I you want to let let the audience know what we got brewing today? Well, they've been you know checking our posts and stuff. They know, but just in case, you can let them know. You can let them know. You want me to let them know? Oh, you know we want to talk about Mr. Welfare. Mr. Welfare. Hell yeah! I'm talking about we Mr. Welfare. Talking about relationships, not the welfare system. Girl, I ain't here to tell nobody about no damn applications. That's <laughs> 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 relationship. You know, like the misconceptions of... Yeah, you're going to have to explain, Yolanda, to, to our listeners out there, what is Mr. Welfare? Okay, but before I do that, I just want everyone to know that we are not doctors, we are not therapists, we are not here to mend, break, or, or fix anyone's relationship. Our opinions are solely based on my coffee conversations. Yeah, we're just here to converse with you guys, you know? Yeah, that's it. I mean, come on, give us some advice and stuff. You know, we never know. Yeah, listen... Turn up, get lit, grab your favorite cup of coffee, yeah. spike it how you like it, and, you know, relax. Relax. And, then, and enjoy your Monday. Blow some steam off of your, your Monday morning. That's it. Oh, he should have blew some steam off that We're going to be blowing some steam with this Mr. Welfare. Oh, you're so, right. right. Yeah, let, let everybody know what Mr. Welfare is. Well, Mr. Welfare, to me, is the misconception of marriage and relationships. Okay, meaning that... I don't feel that people are not understanding their role in marriages and in, as well as in relationships. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, what is my role? Okay. In my home, my role is caregiver and is wife. All right. My husband is head of household and he's my husband. Those two things do not intertwine with each other because I feel like once you start combining the two, that's when something actually starts to slack. For instance, if he says, well, I don't see what the problem is because I pay the bills, you know, I take care of the home, but he is lacking in the emotional support, you know, uh, with the, the romance. He's lacking in the romance. I don't know what she's complaining for because I take care of the bills. Yeah, yeah but you ain't, you ain't taking care of the romance. Keeping it hot. Exactly. Exactly. Like, what, what we trying to do here. Exactly. Uh, exactly. So what people is not, what they're not understanding is that those actually are two different, two different roles. And every time, and I mean, I was, I was actually a product of the same thing. I would combine the two together. And so what you're saying is, if these two come. These two roles are meshed together. If they're combined, then you start to lose one or the other. Right, because after a while, you know, even I'm going to speak on a woman's point of view as being a wife. I felt that just being, you know, I take care of the home, I cook, I take care of the kids, you know, that it was the same as being a wife. And it, it's not because when I take care of the home, I'm a caregiver of the home in its whole entirety. But when I'm a wife, I'm just his. So I'm there for him. And I had to learn to separate the two. Because if not, what was happening is that because I felt like I did all those other things, the, the neglect started coming as a wife because that support wasn't necessarily there like it should have been because I felt like I was being supporter by just taking care of the home. And you start to neglect that other role, which is being that 
Exactly. Which, you know, a caregiver caregiver can't give. Exactly. Because that's not what their role is, okay? And just like the same thing, a head of house. You could be a head of house and not be a husband. You know, look at all the single people out there. You know, single mothers, single women, single even single men. You know, you're head of your household, but you're not that husband. Exactly. So being that we don't join them together then, then why when we get married, he joined those two together? Because it's not. My husband belongs to me. My head of household belongs to the family. You understand? And that's where that expression, Mr. Welfare, comes from. Because some some men, as you know, we're going to switch it up a little bit. Some men feel like if they're taking care of the bills, providing you financial security, that they don't have to be a husband. That they don't have to take you out and romance you and send you these sweet nothings and, and make you feel like a woman. And a lot of times, there's you know, a big conflict because the man feels like, well, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. Then you need to, you know, you need to be satisfied with that. Exactly. And they, and the thing is, is that they don't understand why you're not satisfied with that. You know, it's like, what is wrong? I am doing what I'm supposed to do as your husband. And that goes back to those two roles cannot be meshed together. They cannot. There needs to be um, some, there needs to be definition at, in, in those roles. The, yes. The, the provider and and the lover exactly because when you really think about it if if the reason why is this is this uh, particular topic is called mr. welfare is because that's what mr. welfare does the welfare system does just that they pro- they provide you with shelter they provide you with food they provide you with medical but he's not going to romance your ass okay he's not taking you out he's not being supportive to the point where maybe you need some uplifting from time to time. He's not really there for you. He's there for the family. Okay? He's the not the right. financial support of the family. The financial support there, of the family. There's, and there's no emotional support in Mr. Welfare. Exactly. And without that emotional support, sometimes I, I, I feel like we don't reach our full potential. Just like the... And I'm no way... And just want to let my listeners know that, you know, I'm no way... In any shape or form, knocking welfare because you know some of us the welfare system because some of us no, but know, this is not about the welfare no, system. But, you know but what, what I'm saying? Is you, this is just a comparison. Yeah, it is. Of, it is. You know what head of household means to what the husband means. You know, so but I just really wanna, don't want anybody to get yeah, offended. Yeah, that no, has nothing to do. But I do feel that there is a big um, there is a big correlation between the two because. Think about it. When you're on the the welfare system, is really there for you to um, to move further, uh, to to get your to, to get yourself together. Um, but if you solely depend on the welfare system, there's a lot of things that you can't do. Uh, you can't put a lot of money in the bank. You can't um, you can't own a, own a house. So are you reaching your full potential? And I think it goes back to having a Mr. Welfare in a marriage. If he's there only for you financially, what about your emotional being? So that you can become the best you that you can become. And without that, you know, that's why a lot of um, infidelity occurs because you're not getting your that emotional tank filled. Yeah. And I think a lot of people need to realize that, you know, you're, you're in a situation and just because it's, um, whether it's financial or it's the, the, the wife being only the, the caregiver, that man also needs that emotional support as well. So when those two things are separated and dealt with, I think that the, the, the marriage will flourish because 
everything that needs to be taken care of is, is taken care of. Right, because how many times before you get married or you meet um, meet a, a young man or a young woman or whatever that you really separate the two then before you even speak about getting married, do you, I mean, how many times is it asked, what do you expect of me as your husband? Or what do you expect of me as your wife? Or what do you think your role is as a husband? And vice versa, what do you think your role is as a wife? Because nine times out of ten, when you when you hear men say, um, what is your role as a husband? What do you think you're supposed to do as a husband? Well, I take care of my family. I pay the bills. You know, I'm there, you know, if she needs me. But needs me for what? You, you, you understand what I'm saying? So, yeah. no, that is not your role of, as a husband. Honestly, that's your role as head of household. So this is why, I mean, and I have been a, a victim of that same understanding for a long time. And this is why, you know, I thought that this would be an excellent topic to bring this out because a lot of, I think, before we are actually able to communicate, you know, or um, try to solve a problem with communication, we got to first understand where the foundation of it came from. And what our roles really are and if we are willing to uphold to those roles. Right. Because if we really people, to uphold some to people, them. you know, are are okay with you just being a Mr. Welfare and being a, a Mr. Welfare. Maybe you're maybe that person is, themselves are, you know, are not in an emotional space to give or even to receive. So some people are okay with with those roles, but if it if that's not the case, then there needs to be some type of there needs to be some type of communication, some type of but I think people are mostly, and I could be wrong, but I think they're mostly uh, um, they're acceptable to that because they think that's the way it's just supposed to be. That is society's norm. So I think they have grasped that as being the norm. Like, I have a good man because he takes care of my home, but yet it's still you out there cheating. You understand? Well, he ain't doing this, that, and the third. That's because the, the two wasn't separated. You know, so at that time, you'd be like, how do people, I mean, they have all this money and they cheat. That's because the two wasn't separated. He's a great head of household, but he's not a good husband. You know exactly. what I mean? I so they, they are two different. So it's like, how can he be such a great um, provider, but he's not a great husband? And that's because of the, the understanding of the role. We can't converse with each other to try to fix something that we actually don't understand what it's about in the first place. So that's where it comes to a point where you say, okay, um, even if you start speaking about it, and later on, you just found this out. Someone may just hear this podcast and be like, wow, you know what? I never thought about it that way. I'm actually going to bring this to, to um, my wife's, my significant other, or whoever's attention. You, you come to them, and you can just say, listen, what do you think your role really is as my husband? And then you can kind of get an understanding of where your relationship stands. Yeah, because and maybe that person does not really understand what you want from them and what their role is. Right. You know, maybe it's generational. Maybe it's something that they learn. Right. This is the way that it's supposed to be. Because when you really think about it, you, you know, you, you, know, you have your mom, you have your friends, you be like, yo, yeah. you know, a good man, take care, find you a good man that's going to take care of you. Exactly. You know, you hear that. So we grow up with that concept of thinking like, a good man is one that takes care of me. But and, take and, care of you how? And when you get into the marriage, you're thinking, oh my God, this is going to be so great because I found someone to take care of me until the emotional side starts. You're starving. You're starving. Yes, you're starving. You're because starving. When, when most of the time when people go out to cheat, I mean, I've never heard of anyone going to say, you know, and I know people that have had outside relationships. 
And it was never, well, he come to my house. He don't, you know, we don't talk about no bills. He don't come near. He's not there for that. Oh, he's there to get that, that emotional need satisfied. Yeah. yeah, most of the time you're going out there to get that back crack. Exactly. <laughs> or a crack of back. Yeah, or a crack of back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to be talking about, oh, you going to pay my bills. You're going out there to get that back Exactly. Crack. And then if the woman do talk about paying the bill, you know, paying her bills, it's only after he done knocked out a rib or two. You know? Okay. <laughs> got to put that back in place. Now, can we have a discussion of, you know, I got loose and I know y'all need to take care right. of Right. Exactly. So, but it, it's, not, it's not it's never for that you know most of the time you don't hear yeah well he cheated on me I mean even when you look at the reality shows when you look at the talk shows they don't say I cheated on her because the bill wasn't paid yes it's <laughs> like, because they didn't feel desired they didn't feel wanted they they have some things that they just want to talk about and you're you're not there emotionally you know just to have a, a conversation you know what I mean because well I'm, I pay the bills and you know you're supposed to settle with that and it's not all about that. And you have to keep the relationship going. Exactly. You have to keep the relationship exactly. going, whether you are that that woman who um, needs to, you know, take some time out for yourself to be that sexy woman that he met in in the beginning. Because attraction is what really got you two to get together. Yeah, definitely. Just like with, with the man, if you were taking her out to dinner, if you were calling her and saying, hey, boo, what's up, how was your day? You can't have that excuse, oh, I'm working such and such hours. You have to take that time out to make sure that that other side of the relationship is being fulfilled or there will, nine times out of ten, there will be infidelity. Right, of course, because that means that you are lacking, you know, you're lacking in something. And, you know, that, that brings me back to, I don't know how many, you know, I'm about to tell my age now, I'm about to tell my age, but I don't know how many people still look at, like, good times and they look at the Jeffersons. But if you look at the, 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 the two, um, those two sitcoms, George and Wheezy, they were had money, everything. They were moving but on up. They were moving on up. But, you know, they were not, to me, emotionally connected. They wasn't. Now, um, what's, what's, oh, That's James and, They weren't affectionate at all, you know? When right. She, when she really got upset, then, you know, he said, you know, Weezy, what's wrong? But right. And they make that, you a little peck here and there. Exactly. You know, you know so, in that, with that, now you got um, good times. They didn't have any money. None. They were always scuffling and everything. But they had more emotional support. They, they had more love. They felt you felt the love when it came to um, he would, good times. Yeah, he would give her a little little pinch, a little side eye. That's know? right. You he know, and James, that. I don't know how they got away with it, but James was always smacking that ass. Okay, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Coming and going. So coming and going. So he always showed that he was attracted to his wife, you know, he always showed her that kind of love and affection. And it wasn't about the money. You know, when they had problems with their finances, that that's was was one thing. But when it came to that loving, he knew how to be there for his wife. You know, even if they and had that, episodes that, where that he slipped a little bit. Definitely some stress, take some stress off the back so you can go out there and come together and, you know, and talk about and work together on how to how to take care of them bills. You know what I mean? Right. It, it clears ahead head. Exactly. Because, you know. Yeah, it clears the head all right. <laughs> <laughs> it clears right on up. Clears the head right on up. Shoot, I'll do a Fred Sanford and put it back in the mailbox. <laughs> put the bills back in the mailbox.
Okay. When it's going down, bills ain't even in the picture. Okay. So when you actually understand your role, like I, like I said, I hear many times, you know, um, conversation is the key, but we can't converse on something that we neither one of us really understand. Because then it becomes gibberish. You saying one thing, I'm saying another thing, and really all I'm thinking about is how am I going to counteract what you're saying to me? I'm not really looking to. And usually that's what happens by the time, you know, it gets so far into the relationship that you are not communicating. You don't even know how to communicate. This is what I want. This is what I need. I'm not getting it. And, and vice versa. Exactly. So, I mean, I know it sounds like it's a little harsh because it sounds, you know, Mr. Welfare, like it's just really tempted towards the man, but it's not. This is really Mr. and Mrs. Welfare. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and women, because the same. You, you can be a caregiver. If that's right. the case, he can get a nanny. Right. You know what you I mean? You can be a caregiver without being a wife. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it's just as easy as that. You have so, to also, as a wife, make sure you're atten attending to those emotional emotional needs maybe he just wants to talk you know maybe he just maybe he doesn't want to talk maybe he just want to see you walk around in your your little boy shorts or you know what the oh you not the boy shorts keep, keep, <laughs> keep it spicy for the relationship you know keep everything yeah because you can't you can't always hot. think that after a certain amount of time you know oh we've been together uh you throw that unconditional shit in there because that's not right i think that's actually a curveball when they oh he's supposed or she's supposed to love me unconditionally. No. No. That's not how that works. Not for me anyway, you know, no disrespect to anyone who feels that way. But to me, no, because that actually is like a um That gives you that, an excuse to, to let yourself right, to stop, to go. let yourself go. Exactly. It gives you an excuse. Exactly. To let That's all that is. Go. That's an excuse. And I've been told many times over. Don't make no excuses and don't accept any. Yes. So for you to sit up there and eat to you like big as I don't know what and then talk about, oh, he's supposed to love me unconditionally. Yeah, I was only loving one of you. I don't know what happened to the, all the and, other people. And kind of like <laughs> you, you know. It's not it's fair. Not, that, but if, especially if that's not what you know he exactly. was, wasn't known to be attracted to in the beginning. Because now you're telling me you're going to accept this whether you like it or not. Now, if it was a medical condition, you know, of course, that's, that's understandable. And as a husband, he becomes, but that supportive part comes out. And he's like, babe, let's take a walk. Let's do this. You know, I'm going to help you out with this. Let's make it, let's, let's make this happen. Okay. But to just be like, no, I'm not going to do that. Or better yet, it might be something that's just in a relationship and maybe they can't speak about. So now maybe that would be a good time because you know your role as that husband or wife to say, you know, babe, I know that something's going on with something you. Something is going so on. So this I, is not you. This is not you. This is not how you usually keep exactly. yourself. You know what so I mean? So is it something that maybe this is that our relationship that really, is not is that, our relationship that is you lacking. usually uh, put out to me? So what is really going right, on? Right. Exactly. Know, is, 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 is it? Do you feel comfortable with yourself? Is it? You know? Is it too much? You know? Do you need? Or help in the home with the kids, or do you need honey for me to pack you a lunch? Do you need for me to, um, you know, give you, um, you know, some more time when you come home? Or do you, you need more sex because you got to yeah. work that off? Yeah, you, know? you need some more sex. Yeah, <laughs> blow some of that steam off so you can go, you know, happy and humming to work the next morning. This is morning. what I'm saying. Because, you know, you got. You, oh, you I know what it is. It's day. too many of fucking cookies you be eating. Yeah. <laughs> I be bringing yeah. too many home. Yeah, that's what it is. You know, either way. It's always got to be a situation where, you know, when when that husband, you know, he looks at his wife and say, or the wife looks at her husband and say, you know what, something is not right. 
you know, with my other half. So let's sit down now. Now you start to converse about it and peel back those and you layers. Can, right and peel back those layers. And then guess what? They're more receptive to hearing you because they're like, you know what? Something is going on with me. I didn't even realize it that I was. This was happening to me. I feel like, yeah, you know what? We haven't been going out like we used to. I've been home a lot more than what I usually. So then you start getting an understanding of what is going on really because going sometimes on. life can slip up, slip a little yeah, um, unexpectedly in there. So this is when we start to take note of each other. And we're like, wait a minute, that's not my baby. Hold up, let's see what we can do yeah, to fix this. You know, wrong. right? So and then it's it's appreciated how it's going to become a course because now we can converse. If we don't understand, guess what? We're not conversing no more. We're arguing. And that's where a lot of our, you know, to, to me, to a lot, me. A lot of tension, a lot of frustration, frustration, a lot of disconnect mm-hmm. um, comes into play. Mm-hmm. And I think that as long as both parties are willing to sit down, talk about what's really going on, and not use one role that you're playing to negate the other. Meaning if you know, if you, you are playing that role now of just Mr. Welfare, or you are playing that role of Mrs. Welfare, where you're just only the caregiver and you're not taking care of his needs. As long as you don't say, you know, say, well, you know, because I'm doing this, what is your problem? You have to make sure that you are taking care of both roles or however many roles that need to be taken care of in, in your relationship. Right. And, you know, even though some may say, well, we had discussed that before, excuse me, before we got married and he changed or she changed. Same concept to me is when things like that happen, if it was already on the table, what I expected from you as a husband, saying what you expected from me as a wife, and we don't seem that we are going to go back to that those expectations, that means is guess what? It's time to revisit that table. Exactly. It's time to revisit that table. Exactly. Because, you know, it does happen that way. It's like, yeah, well, that was before such and such came about. Life gets in the way. So now if we decide, listen, I can't go back to that. I don't want to go back to that. Okay, then that means we're going to have to do something a little different. Because evidently, you're not into me the way you were before. As simple as that. Because for you not to want to give that happiness that you had given to me in the beginning and that we had discussed about, then... Yeah, there's something wrong. There's something else. There's something else going on. You know, because it does happen. People outgrow each other. It does happen. You know, it happens. So um, that's why I said we're not here to fix, break, or mend anyone's relationship. But it's just to give some kind of insight because, like I said, what I grew um, came into relationships with a certain expectation. And that's because I didn't know. I didn't really understand what my role was as a wife. I thought a wife and a caregiver was one and the same. And that's not the way that it was. Or, you know, well, I did this for the kids, so that means I can't do this for you. Really? No, we, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't. That's why when you when you take on that role, you have a full, you need to have a full understanding what that role entails. Yeah. And I'm very glad that we're having this conversation because um, even for me, for myself and my experiences, um, I've been in a relationship where the person was, you know, providing financially uh, for the most part. And um, they didn't understand why I was unhappy in the relationship. And it was because you're not there for me emotionally. You are, you know, 
not not hearing me. We're 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 not connecting. I don't feel like you're into me. Um, and, and you know, many times when I first met you, I would say, "Wow, he's a good man because he does provide." And it wasn't like that at all. He was a good provider, he provider, but he was not a good husband. Not emotionally. Not and emotionally. I was I was emotionally starving, starving to the point where it was starting to affect my my appearance. Like you said, you can't you you can't get in a relationship and you get big as a house. Well, my my situation is a little bit different because when I get stressed, I stop eating, and because I was not emotionally fulfilled, that's that's exactly what happened. So I I, I was stressed out. I wasn't eating, um, you know. I got so small to the point where you were like, "Listen, you better, you better, you better." Yeah, because eat some you were water. like, you was about to yeah, you better eat some water. You better eat some water, or I'm taking you to the doctor. Right? You better you do, do something. And I think, it, and, it, and it, I know, you know, looking back, it's because I was really emotionally starved. I mean. You know, it's all good to have uh, financial support. But when you're not happy in the relationship, when you're, like I said, being emotionally starved, you're not reaching your full potential. And it starts to spill out. And you can't even be a good caregiver because you are unhappy. So I think that, um, and if sometimes that per person, you know, that you are reaching out to is not even, can't emotionally give you what you need. Right, and right. once those, once that is understood, that that is not a role that you can give me, and maybe I, I'm not giving you what you need, then you know we got to start to do something about that, so that we both can, you know, live our best lives. Right, and, and the sometimes, only way like you I can said, live your people, best lives is live your best life is being happy. Right, and sometimes people do outgrow the situation, and you have to know when to go and let go. Yes. You know, and once you actually are able to do that, that's mm -hmm. when you start to flourish. Yes. Because some just hold on with the fear of, yes. and they stay there and they continue to be unhappy because he does provide, he does provide, but technically you're 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 dying. Yes, you're actually you're, you're, actually dying. you're, you're dying inside. So um, we have to always be mindful that we have to know when to go and when to let go. Yes. Because even if you go and don't let go, you're still doing yourself an injustice. Yes. So, um, I mean, honestly, this is such a, such a good conversation. I guess we could actually go on and on and on with it, you know. But for, for the most part, um, what I would really like is I would like to hear some comments from you guys out there. You know, what is your take on it? Uh, if um, you're going through a similar situation if you maybe didn't know like wow I never really you know thought about it that way because you know the answer to me whenever a couple are, are in a situation and they're going through something they be like the first thing they say is well what y'all need to do is y'all need to learn how to um, converse with each other you know what is the problem and honestly you really don't they really don't understand because they don't understand who they were in that marriage or in that relationship so it's hard like i said before to converse about something you don't even know they have the foundation right you don't know what's going, on, right? exactly. what's going on in the first place so once again i'm really like glad we touched on that particular topic because when i realized when i realized that it actually opened up my eyes to a lot of things and it made me look at even my own relationship take a step back and look at my own relationship my own marriage like okay so this is supposed to be like this and it will work because when things are out of order you have chaos yes so no matter how much me as a strong 
independent, whatever you want to say, kind of woman, all right, I had to still know my place because I play a role, all right? I still had to know my place because even in the ordained um, ministry, there are different roles that we put, that we have. So not that I'm a minister or anything, but I'm just saying yeah. that everything has order. Everything should have order. Okay, so when you want to overstep that, I don't want to be head of house. Not when I'm married. I only want to be head of house if I'm single. But when I'm married, I know that there is a head of household, and that's my husband. Yes, we are, no, I'm sorry, we are not equal. And I know many are going to be like, what do you mean? I'm, I'm, I'm equal. Women are equal. No, and in our household, we are not equal, but we're equally important. His role is no better or than mine. Okay, so I don't want to be equal to him. I'm not a man. All right. I don't want him to be equal to me because he's not he's not a woman. All right. But we are equally important. Our role has to hold some, you know, hold the same significance yes. as one as the other. He exactly. can't come to me and be like, well, you're not your role is not important because it is. He, I can't come to him and say his role is not important because it is. Because I understand his role as the head of household, okay? And I understand his role as my husband. Yes. He understands my role as the caregiver. And I'm going to say this because this is fact. Sometimes he understands my role as a wife, all right? So it's not all the time. You know, sometimes we got to keep going over it and over it because this wasn't established in the beginning of our relationship. Yes. And because this, I didn't know exactly. So now we're gonna open up, we'll open it up for people to, you know, really have these conversations before you know they take that big step. And yes. this will, you know, maybe because there's nothing wrong with maybe, that. Maybe, maybe I'll the, the divorce rate a little, little, little bit. Maybe a little, maybe bit. a little, maybe a little bit. Because you know, you still got some cocky people out there. Yeah. Like, oh, he ain't gonna tell me what to do. I'm still no. It's not about that. You know, it's not about that at all. And I really feel like if once you start to understand your place, and just like when you understand, when people say when they understand their place in society, how I've started to flourish. When you start understanding who you are and understanding your place in a relationship, in a relationship, that's when it starts to flourish. That relationship starts to flourish because you cannot have parts and those parts are not being played. Exactly. You cannot have those parts upheld. And they're not being, they're being neglected and they're mm -hmm. not being upheld. And it's just like a job. It's, it's just like a job. If those if you go to work and you don't uphold what you agreed to do in that position, it's the same steps, right? You get a verbal. That's where our conversing comes in, right? Then you get what? Uh, um, you get written you up. You get probably. written up. Yeah. All right. So I wrote up you know, these divorce papers. Yeah. I don't mean I have to, okay, but, uh, you get um, suspended. You're not listening. That means separation. Exactly. And then... You get fired, you which get is divorce. Yes. Okay, so those, those same steps are taken, those steps of how employers has taken those actually from relationships. Exactly, and I think it's so much easier to sit down with your, your partner to do this thing that you guys call life together instead of going through the, the end result, which is, which is a divorce. Yes, and, and that, that, that's 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 all we're saying. You know, just um, understanding your roles um, before you you get into the relationship, and if you, you you see some you know chaos going on, like 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 you said, there's gonna be chaos if the roles are not 
being upheld. Exactly. So if you see that the roles are not being um, upheld, you know, just pull your partner to the side, whether it's a he or she, and you know, and talk about what yeah your you know you guys expect of the roles that you guys are supposed to be playing in each other's lives. Yes, definitely, definitely. You know what though? Honestly, I think it's you know, Mama been sitting over there for a minute. She like she talking. Hey, Mama. Hi, my baby. I just go. I'm just sitting here waiting. I'm waiting till y'all finish because that's some good stuff y'all talking about over there. You wait till I go home and tell Papa that he know his role. Oh gosh, Mama. Mama, don't do that, please. You're I don't not, want help you're coming. Not, you're not going home and starting no trouble, are you? No, babe. You're not going no. home and starting no trouble. No, babe. I never start trouble. Don't not tell no trouble girls. I can't fix. Don't now. tell them those girls from Harvey conversation told you to come home and, and, and let off some steam because he ain't going to let you come back to visit us anymore. Girl, sometimes I start my trouble, baby, just so I can fix it. You know what I mean? You got to fix so it. So tell us how you fix it, Mama. Girl, I can't tell. I gotta talk about my latte. Okay, okay let's talk. Let's, just let's talk about the latte there, and then you know you can tell me later how you how you fix I'ma it. I'ma tell you how I fix it, cause y'all young y'all young people need to know so y'all can stay married. That's what's wrong with you. You don't show a little, take a little back. Y'all can keep it all. <laughs> but anyway, you know, Mama came here to to, to read this letter, right? But then my baby, she on my mind. She, yeah, she on my, my mind. She came to me and she said, Mama, you know, she got this professor in school because she taking those hot classes, the summer thing, in the college. Yeah, oh, she's to, doing a summer semester. Yeah, yeah, babe. And that's expensive. Okay, I had mama. to give her money. Her, yeah, babe, but that's okay because I do it for the babies. Okay. Mama. All right, I do it for the babies. So then she come in and tell me she like this Professor, no, it only been oh, a few she weeks. She got a crush on the professor, Mama. She got a crush on that professor. I mean, I wish I could see him, cause Mama like the crush on him. <laughs> but anyway, like we ain't gonna talk about that now. But yeah, she got a crush, you know. And she said every time he passed her, he smells so good. It get her excited. I can't think. I can't think. Well, she she, she got to think, Mama, because that's what she's there for. I know, baby, but and she can't. she came out of their pocket and paid all that money, so she got to concentrate. She can't because the hormone, they be acting up. They be jumping. They be popping down oh, there. So, Mama, she came to she you with wet. the same. She said she be Mama, wet. she don't be wet. She be no. wet. <laughs> you know, them young people, they be spilling all over the places. But then I had to tell her, baby, I got her to sit down. Because Mama had to tell her that sit down. Right, I had to tell her, said, you know what you going to do, baby? You had to sit her down, Mama? I had to sit her down. What did you tell her, Mama? I had to tell her, boy, I told her, I said, listen, baby, listen to Mama. I said, before you go to class, right, because, see, this this professor don't be flirting with her. He don't show no lightness. I just smell like cologne. So I told her, I said, you know what you do, baby? You get you a little bit of cologne, rub it on your pillow.
So I had to tell her, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, go ahead. I want to take care of that kid. Ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of taking care of yourself. Take care of the kid before you get to class. Because if she flunked that, she flunked that class, I'm going to kick her ass. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I hear you, mama. I'm going to tell you, baby. You know, but mama going to have to go now. And next time, I'm going to read one of those letters for y'all. You know what I mean? Mama, we're going to be listening for one of them letters. And, I mean, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Mama is a Masturbating before class. But you know so what? Right I'm now. Thinking, I think she's right, Mama. You know, I, I, I think she's right on that. You know, because sometimes you see a little, see a hot boy out there and you're like, oh, oh my God, if I could just. All right, so let me ask. I mean, I know this is probably getting it, told. It, we it, don't want this is gonna be a okay. whole nother subject okay. for okay. another time. Okay. Because one thing I want to know, we're gonna throw this at you guys right now. So you actually have some time to think about it, leave a comment on it. I know that we was talking about Mr. Welfare, and you know, uh, but this right here after Mama's, Mama's, what Mama just said, I just want to know. Open up a, a whole new can of worms. Yes. I mean, and actually, we could tie this in with Mr. Welfare because you know why. Do you still look at men the same once you got you some? Well, I think it really depends on the man and if he's putting it down. Or no, not. but that's what I'm saying. If you left the house, if you that night, that morning, and he done, ooh, you know what I'm saying? Do when you out there, do you actually look at men the same as if you went out there? No, and I, not think, I think when that itch is scratched. You know, I think you go out there, purr out there, yeah. And you know where I live, and it's so funny because where I live, we have you know, there's a lot of cats, right? So you can tell the ones that are really happy, you know, cats they are funny if you just look at nature, and they're like the ones when they're in heat, they be like, (laughs) but when they're purring. You know, you know they was all right that they were taking care of. They got of. that little calm down. The calm down. They got the calm down. Exactly. From the so takedown. that's still the, the same as Mr. Welfare. So if you do that and satisfy that emotional and sexual, you know, part of that relationship with your wife, then no, nine times out of ten, you don't she go out there looking the same. No, yeah, no. She's not going out there looking She's not on the hunt. And even yeah. you, and sometimes, it's so funny because sometimes you could be on the hunt and not even realize you're on the hunt. You just be like, well, you know, it, it happens. It happens. And I mean, like I said, we could be wrong. So that's why we would love to know how you guys feel about that. Is it different? And and you know what? I know some going to say, you know what? I don't know, but I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it because if you are taken care of the night before or, you know, he's taking care of you, you don't go out there looking at the opposite sex the same. You know, and I want to know if that's I the think, same for I men. Think the opposite sex look at, looks at you a little different because you go out there blowing and you're happy. Right. You yeah, know? but I'm thinking, does do men feel that way too? If they taking care of the night before, is that or is that different? And I guess we really can't answer that because we're not a man. So guess what? On the next episode, we're gonna have a man to answer that question. Exactly. We're gonna have a man to actually we want to know answer that question. Sure. It just scratch. Do you go out there right. on the prowl? Do you still? go out there still looking at women the same? Like, yeah. And actually, I think they do. I think, I'm just going to say, I think I they think do. Some do. I'm just going to say, I think I they think do. some do, but if she really put the down down on it, she really was. No, I think they do, but I think he may say, you know, but I do, my woman at home be, be putting it down for me. But that doesn't mean that he doesn't look at them. I okay. think 
many okay. women. I don't know. I'm kind of okay. excited to hear it. I'm kind of excited to hear from you know from our fans and from my audience, like what they would act, what they, how do they react to that? Because I think men actually still go out there and be like, damn, she, you know, I, you know, I'm right. and, and, a, and a woman too, if homeboy ain't hitting it right. No, but if he's not hitting it, but if the, each one is getting it right, do they, do they still, still go, go I think there? it's different. Mm, I think it's different. That is a good question. Yeah, I think it's different. And like you said, the only way we'll know that is from a female uh, From a male, male perspective. If we get a male. That's to, what we're going to do. We're going to get a male to, to come on know. and let us know because honestly, I... I mean, that's just me, but I do think it's different. I mean, not saying that he is going to go and cheat, but he looks at that, that opposite sex like a little lustful still. He could still get some the night before or that, that morning and still look at that opposite sex lustful. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, that's like I said, that's just my opinion, but um, I, I, find it, I, want, I, I find it to be kind of interesting, you know, to see what happens that with that. I know me as the one I'll be nagging them, you know. Well, he said, I gotta go. I have my woman at home, and she does take care of business. That was just a little, you know, a little glancy glance. I get to a little glancy glance, you know. A little glancy glance, but don't be lusting after the next. Well, maybe, yeah, well, I mean, like I said, after the next piece, after I done made it back this forward sideways for you now. Come on.